and welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. I am your host, Dylan, and just with me today, we've got Cobb. Yeah. And Kobe. <laughs> Long way to reach. <laughs> How we going, boys? Well, going really well, Dylan. How are you, mate? Yeah, good. <laughs> we've got the, also uh, going well. <laughs> we've got a two-microphone system going here with three blokes, so it's going to be yeah, a... So you're um, dragging along the table. It's not my nuts, it's yeah. the microphone. <laughs> For those, you know... People listening in the car, if we do go in and out, we do apologise, I think. Yep, we do. But (laughs) hey, we're here to hear what the people have to say. Friday, baby. People's voice. Let's start it off with... Sorry, I will start off with... We had a few people, so I'm going to give them shout-outs. Cody Hipper, Kenny Morton, Jake Newich. They all had sort of questions slash comments about the AFL rule changes. Yep. But we're obviously going to do a nice big segment on that anyway. Oh, so. yeah. The people the people have spoken on that. Uh, when we put up on our socials, mate, a lot of dislike, not a lot of like. Heaps, right. heaps. Yeah, fair bit happening. But anyway, let's start off. Corey Wilson, start bench cut. Cobb's tips, Kobe's quiz and deals bake. Well, I know what I'm cutting. Um... Hmm. Hayden, what would you cut first? I just, I just want to I know what I'm cutting. I just want to apologise um, <laughs> to the broad fan base. Um, I completely understand that I sat here a week ago and said, multi, get on them, and we delivered one for four. I just want to quickly say, we should have been two for four, because the running back from the Browns, if you haven't seen it, Nick Chubb. Oh, Chubb. Mate, oh, I was so mad. Like, I mate, Hayden's Chubb. Mate, up by three points, need you by three and a half. You're running into an open touchdown for a minute left, and you decide to run out of bounds to save the clock. End up not scoring a point. Game's finished by three points. Um, so mad, mate. But yeah, I apologise to everyone that put money on. I put money on it, a lot of money on it as well. And don't worry, I got bent over financially too. And, and while we're here on that, <laughs> Cody Hipper and Josh Williams and Jackals also said that they were let down by you. Yeah, so. yeah. And I, I, I don't know what you want me to say, mate. I'm sorry. All right. I'll be handling the NFL tips from now on. No, no, because I'm still going at 60%, but I, I just, I'm sorry. Um, but to understand. answer to answer Corey's question, <laughs> yeah, what was his question again? Um, start start bench cut. To answer Corey's question over there on Ragley Way, <laughs> um, I would go keep mine. Yeah. Well, yours is the only one that like the quiz. Mine's the only one that's regularly given something to the pod. I yeah, agreed. Yeah. Um, and then I'd cut the other two completely. Wow. Because wow. we've got big list cuts, and I'd. I'd financial, yeah, yeah, financial yeah. budgets that we have to make. Yeah, I'd probably trade um, Adam Trelaw as well. Yeah, yeah that's fair. for a bag of chips. Uh, Future second. I'd probably trade him for <laughs> a better room to do this in. That's fair. And yeah. to be honest, about your quiz, Kobe, you would like this. Um, spoke to the Vladi Divac, uh, Divac, uh, Serbian. I'm joking. It's Cameron Nukic. Um, he purely only listens for the quiz. For the quiz, so he yeah. listens to the whole thing. So I can already imagine he would sit there and just smash it as well. Have you got one yeah. for today? No. Oh, so but as usual, I'll make so it. we've yes, just so lost. Yes. So we've just lost Cam and all our listeners. So like, see you, big fella. You enjoy yeah, enjoy today. As <laughs> per usual, I listen to what's in the pod, yeah. and then I make it as we go. I okay. thought this week was our own one, like of our interests. Yeah, well, I forgot to message. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, Josh Williams says, "What's the worst injury we've had?" ACL club. No, actually, honestly, I had more pain when I broke my hand. Ooh, yeah. For uh, those that don't know. Kobe did his ACL as well. So I've torn two. my ACL twice. Um, very painful. Yeah. Well, I guess. But when I broke my hand, I was. How oh, did you break your hand? No, I take that back. I take that back. Last uh, my <laughs> most recent ACL, I did vomit in the rooms. So. Well, to be fair, you, it looked like your leg snapped off. Yeah. Like, so. Can we put that on the socials? Your leg snapping off? No. Oh. 
I don't ever. Have we got a photo of it? No, I've got a video of it. There's a video of it. He literally he like bends his leg around his body. It's amazing. Yeah, get it up. Right in front of the interchange gates. And no one attended to him. Oh. Yeah. There's a public inquiry going into the trainers at East Football Club. Yeah. Hashtag help Kobe. Please. Um so you reckon broken hands worse? No, I'll take that back because I've vomited in the changer last knee, so for those that don't know. Um, it's well, not, a very, done, it's not a very known fact about me, Kobe. You've done 23 hammies? Yes, roughly. All right. Not a, lot of, not a lot of people know that about me. My AFL fantasy name is not the Hamstrung 30, so not a lot of people know that I have issues with my hamstrings. Um, but yes, I did have one that got caught on video by Big Cam Ukes. I got I shot. I don't want to laugh. I got shot. I've seen that there video. There was a, a fucking hate playing at Swan Athletic. All right. Because there's a sniper that sits in the fucking trees right near the lights in the forward pocket here or back pocket. And he gets me every time. Left and right. He doesn't miss, mate. Every time. I couldn't even walk off the ground, Dylan. Emily Curtis. I'm not too sure if she listens. She had to run all the way from one side of Swan Aft to the other to come get Cobb. (laughs) And people were calling for a stretcher. This, This sniper's gone JFK. Taken 30 years off and then gone Cobb. Yeah, I'm in. The American sniper? Yeah. Fucking hell, mate. Oh, a bit of Bradley Cooper about it. Every single time, after half time. First first half, I'm great. Just second half, getting back warm. I've broken my finger as well. No pain. Still yeah. hasn't straightened, but that's all right. There's, there's a few you don't in, need your pinky. I reckon hamstring's worse than an ACL. Like the pain <laughs> I felt, mate. <laughs> yeah, no, very painful. You can get the laugh. Any, any other injuries, Dill? Have you had any others outside of the ACL? Yeah, I've done my hammy a couple of times. Oh yeah, I have five. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did a, I did a, I did a really bad one um, yeah. playing Colts against Kingsway. Up it in was, Kingsway. Yeah. No wonder why you did your hammy, mate. And it was a, it was a, <laughs> it was a sniper one. Yeah. Um, heard the pop. Yeah. Didn't go down. Luckily, had to Ooh. get the assistance. So I did a cob. Yeah. And then um, I remember sitting on the bench and needing. I was sitting down on the bench and I actually had to sit on the floor because I felt so sick. Sure. From how badly. It hurt. Yeah. That was a bad one. I was out for like eight weeks with that. Have like, you been knocked out? No. Yes. I've never had a concussion. This mm. is pretty bad. I won't mention the club I was playing for. Actually, I might. I was playing junior footy and first 30 seconds of the game, I'm playing halfback. Ball gets kicked onto the wing. One of my teammates picking up the ball. I've gone to bump the uh, Ruckman. Now, for those that have seen me in stature, I'm five foot nine, have an ego of about a six Very foot hairy. four bloke. Yep. Six I've bumped four, him. Six foot nine. Yeah. I say that I bumped him really hard and just like natural, you know, forces, but... His head hit my head, knocked me out, and the coach said, you got to toughen up and go back on. Oh. Yeah, and then nearly fell over, and then went to hospital. My first year of Colts, we were playing South Frail in a semi-final, yeah. and I got kicked in the head. Oh, what, early on? Yeah, like two minutes in, just... Well, your head does look like a football. Out like a lot. <laughs> Touch, pause, and go. Got up, got up, tried to walk, and just... Word for, for people that have not done hamstrings before, word of advice, don't drink on the Friday night before you play. Uh, especially when you're going for a midfield spot and you get the first clearance and then as you kick it, your hamstring goes. It's happened before. Yeah, don't do hamstrings. No, period. Good tip. Period. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, keep moving on here, Dil. Um, I'm not sure if, if Nick here has made a statement or like because he agrees with it or not, but he said that the test is better. Well, I'm not sure if he said it is better, but Nick he wants who? to know. Nick, Nick who? Nick uh, Gillies. G- Gillies. Is yeah, he- I keep... I don't know if I say Gillies. his last name right, Paul like, I've got to ask him. Is that a breakdown of like Gilchrist, like Gillies? Like, you, you'd think so. That's yeah. his last name. Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> is, <laughs> is the test better than the last dance? Oh, no. Um, 
I've actually literally finished the test last night. I forgot, I, that's the reason I got Amazon and I forgot about it. Yep. Um, but it is very good, but it's not as good as The Last Dance. What makes The Last Dance better? The content. Just yep. following Dennis Rodman around for an episode. That's the fucking... Yeah. I mean, but, it is, the test is very good. But at the same time... Justin Lang are very intense, man. Yeah. Well, the great thing about both of them is that you get insight into what you wouldn't usually see. Like, very you interesting could, period in Australian cricket as well. Yeah, 100%. So literally perfect timing, really. Like, worst time in Australian cricket since the underarm incident. But not, you, could not, Dil, you could not tell me before this, well, the test got released that Usman Khawaja was as... Uh, how can I put it? Yeah, vocal like could have like hard. Mm. Like, I wouldn't say hard as in like tough, I but I mean like that. difficult to deal with. I thought it was like pretty like subdued, pretty chilled yeah, out I character. With that. I, I wouldn't say it's difficult to deal with. I think he's just he says it how it is. Yeah, yeah, which was not the perception that I think Australia no. had of him. So, and you get, I guess you got that with um the Bulls as well. I guess everyone knew Kraus was a bit of a dickhead, but sort of how he went around it at the Bulls. Lightman, fantastic, both fantastic. I can't split split the two because cricket never have had one. We're footy, sorry, footy, basketball. You can watch a thirty for thirty tomorrow. They are doing the Amazon are following. What? What is it? Six clubs around this year through twenty twenty. Yeah, AFL. Yeah, Giants are one. Oh yeah, like Eagles are one. I think a bit of hard knocks action. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the yeah. Are one. But there's never been a cricket one. There's never been a cricket one, and like football was in its infancy in doing them. Like they had the what was the Richmond Grand Final one on the Grand Final day with Hardwick and Leon Cameron in the box. Have you seen that? Yeah, but they yeah. do that every year, just about. True, the Grand true. Final. Yeah. No, but they followed them around all year. Yeah, Amazon. Yeah. Yep. Where do we rate the West Coast docos? I've never seen them. Have you? Deal. Are those just the? You mean the short ones? That yeah, yeah, put yeah. Out? Yep. Oh yeah, rated those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, Eagles fans. Yeah, oh, they're better than the dance and the test because uh, yeah. she from the boundary flags. <laughs> Very good. Kobe. Oh, I still can't swim at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one. This one comes from Reese McPherson. Now this, this is why I love the NBA boys. He said, have the Bucks given up too much for two players? This was on Wednesday yep. afternoon. It's now Friday. Mm-hmm. And one of those trades got... Waved. Yeah, pulled back because... Bogdan. People were talking when they weren't meant to be talking. That's... Um, who's, who's stuffed up there, you reckon? Uh, it was, well, both, both sides. But I think because the talks went down before the trade period opened, Milwaukee are getting in a little bit more trouble because they were trying to get him. So get a bit of... Context for our listeners, for those that don't know what's happened. So, yes. Milwaukee traded for New Orleans point guard Drew Holiday, and that all went through. All right, so Drew yep. Holiday's gone up to Milwaukee. Great, yep. great trade. Yep. But then Milwaukee also traded for Sacramento restricted free agent Bogdan Boyanovich. Yep. I think that's how you say his name. Would have been a good pickup. Yeah, would have been fantastic. Yeah, shooter on the, um, on the flank would have been a great pickup for him. Um, Woj, Adrian Wojnarowski, the lead NBA reporter, said it was a done deal, all done. And then you find out the next day that uh, not done because Bogdan, because he's a restricted free agent, didn't agree to the trade. Yeah, so, so in the NBA, um, doesn't unless you have a no trade clause, yeah. the you can literally. We've spoken about it before. You can get traded mid game without having to give your okay. But before. if you're a restricted free agent, that means you're coming off your rookie deal, and there's a little bit more like you have yeah. a little bit more say in it because yeah. you know you're coming off your rookie contract. And you I don't know, blame him. They try to help. Yeah, yeah. I don't blame him. I don't want to go to Wisconsin. Cold, wet. Bloody hanging out with another Greek bloke. <laughs> so, I want to be the sole international dude on my team if I was Bogdan. He shouldn't, doesn't want to come to the Mavericks, and we have about eight internationals. Yeah, stay at Sacramento, mate. You know, get your paycheck, play in purple, you know, summer but, living. But we will up answer Reese's question then. Sure. Was 
the um, Holiday trade. So it was Drew Holiday for Bledsoe, George yeah. Hill, three first-round picks and two pick swaps too much. What do you think, Gil? You go first. Or Cobe, one of you. What do you reckon? Uh, it's, you, can't, you can't answer it right now mm. because why did they do it so that Giannis re-signs? Sure. If Giannis re-signs, then you've done your job. You've kept him. But if he doesn't, Goodbye. I think mm. the Drew Holiday one was a bit much, but then you have to look at what they're trying to do and where they're at. They're obviously trying to win a ring. Yep. They're and keep Giannis. Yeah. So if you're in that situation, you kind of go, well, we kind of have to do whatever we yeah. can yeah. to have that happen. Like two which things. Is fine. Two so things. then you look at it and it's like, well, we're fine. They said at the end of the season that they want Giannis to stay around and they vowed to Giannis that we're going to improve the team. Yeah. All right? And I tell you right now, they would not have made this trade if they did not think Giannis was a good chance to stay around. Well, yeah, and... Because think about it. If he goes, well, he's free agent at the end of this coming season, correct? Correct. Three first-rounders, that's... You're in strife if you're yeah, if it's not future. around. It's future. Yeah, it's a future, 100%. Yeah. So, but it'd be very interesting to see... So, Drew Holiday coming over. Is he an upgrade on Bledsoe? Yes. Yes. Is he an upgrade on Hill? Yes. Yes. Is he an upgrade on both? I still think yes. Yes. But they need one more piece. Yeah, they need something else. They need they need that shooter, and yep. unfortunately, Bogdan Bojanovic, he was fantastic, little void fitter. Yep. Um, they just need another shooter, but don't know who you're going to be able to pick up now. Yeah, there's and they a... got rid of um, Ilyasova, didn't they? Yeah, yes. waved him, just yeah, waved, waved him straight him. out. Yep. So. Yep. Thon he's Makers, pr- he's pretty old though. Thon Makers back on the market. Detroit in uh, the Australian big man. A few, few big flying head kicks. Yeah, know, doesn't mind it. Does game. he? Yeah. Yep. Anyone, so. Does anyone get him? I, I think it would go to somewhere. Someone might pick him up for a minimum. Yeah, I reckon. Well, he's only like 26 or something. Charlotte, maybe? Don't start about Charlotte. How about that Lamello bowl? Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. that. Oh, good, thank you. I've got, so, a, I've got a take on him, by the way. Should we wait? Yep, yeah, we'll <laughs> wait. So, Hayden, your main man Who's has popped up man? in our Instagram DMs. Who's my main man? Riley Marangoni. Hey, pocket fours, baby. So, <laughs> you won the quiz last week, right? I did, yes. However... I told everyone I won the quiz too, by the way. Riley Mangoni says, with Kobe's rules before the quiz started, the quiz was actually a draw. And therefore, Liam should have won due to him being the winner of the last two. Hope I'm not the only one who has seen this mistake. You know what? No, no, no. No, no. And then I said, Cobb not going to like this. He goes, it's a shame, but rules no, are you know, rules. You know what it is, Dylan? This is not a quiz hate thing or a... Articulated the rules are wrong thing. This is a nah. Hayden won something. Fuck Hayden. I'm gonna bend him over. Is it? He's got I, it out for me. Look, Marangoni. Hear me here, mate. You got it out for me. I'm the quiz master. You hate I'll... me because you hate me. Hayden. Yep. Enough. <laughs> okay. I'll take over here. I'm the quiz master. Yep. Um, Jackass. Sorry. I make the rules as I go. <laughs> so whoever won last week has won. Yep. No set agenda, as you're trying to say. No. No. Flexible rules. Um, so, Riley, <laughs> not to put you in your place or anything, but you're just a listener. Yeah. Don't mess with my quiz. <laughs> Don't mess with anyone. No, Because your, I'll come yeah. for you, pal. No, your role. No, your role. You play it well as a listener. <laughs> Stick to it. Stay in your lane. Bish. Whoa. Yeah. Bit there. Yep. And that'll... Cobra s- spoken. That'll, that will sign us off on the people's voice. Excellent. Oh, very good. Excellent from the listeners again. Um, keep them coming. 
It makes the podcast. Big listening week last week, wasn't it? Yeah, huge. Yep. The yeah, massive one. Don't know. They must just, they must like us again. I don't no, know. Yeah, I don't know. Well, they must have seen Troy out the door. Oh, what do the boys reckon? Yep. That, so, they, they must have knew Hayden was going to say something stupid. So shock. Like, yeah. <laughs> I better go in and say that. Had a bit of a theory, I reckon. Every fucking week at this point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, the AFL have decided, hey, let's make some rule changes. Yep. Three big ones, is it? No, that's the issue, Dylan. They're not three big ones. They're three... Nah, let's just fucking change the rules for the sake of fucking changing the rules. So, we'll go through each rule. And we'll, I don't want to, but fuck. We'll go through each rule change oh. and see what we think. So, the first one is um, kicking in. Brought in over the last couple of years. You had to move back to the 9 or the 10. 10 metres, yep. Um, and now you have to move back to the 15. Thoughts? So... Is it gonna? So if I'm kicking out from goals, right? Yeah. All right. So I'm kicking out. Points being scored. Yep. Hayden Cobbley, you're kicking out. If the bloke is ten meters away from me, all right, and now he's fifteen meters away from me, is it still gonna stop me from running out of the square and kicking at seventy meters down the flank? I wouldn't have thought so. It's an unnecessary. Change. It is an unnecessary change. Heaps unnecessary. The only thing I can logically think of. Which I doubt teams will, unless if it's say the if you're down by five points, thirty seconds to go, is he allowing the bloke kicking out to kick it straight, straight down, down the middle? middle. It's the Play only on, thing I run can run a see. little bit down the middle and kick yeah, down the and middle. literally kick it into the center circle. It's the only thing I can think of, but it won't. The AFL has this, and we'll get into the other rules, but they have this obsession in their minds that we need to increase scoring. I think it's a false. I've said it before on this podcast. I'm very sure I have. It is a false. Desire. Great games, good games. That Port Adelaide Richmond game that we watched in the prelim. Ripper game, I think it was like 45 46 or whatever it was for most of the game. Ripper encounter, I thought. Yeah. So sometimes you just got to leave the games alone. I've got no dramas for the 666 and the big rule changes. Back to 20 minutes next year? I think they should keep it, eh, with what it is. Well, the, the, well, we'll get the, the rumor the end, is yeah. they're going to change it from. It's either going to be 18 or 20. Yep. That's what the rumor is. Yep. All right, so. Um, yes or no on that on that um, rule change. Oh, I don't really care. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't. It doesn't matter. Like, really, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't care. But you know what the funny thing is? How As someone who's taken a lot of kickouts. Yeah. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be against it. Yeah, but at the same time, it's this is like when we sit in this spot probably a year from now and we go, what's the rule that actually made the biggest difference through all these rule changes over the last few years? It's probably going to be this one <laughs> in some weird bullshit roundabout ways, and we don't predict it. Yep. We don't see it being a big difference, but you know. Shit teams might be scoring, kicking out of the middle. Like, yeah. So if it makes the game better, I guess, but I just don't see why you would make a change. Yeah. Next one. Uh, interchanges down from 90 to 75. As a member of the constantly injured club, and we have a 23... We're all injured. And we have a 23 and counting hamstring over here. Yep. I can't... Like, I just... I don't understand. I don't understand. Like, they talk... Every year, there there is a patch throughout the season or at the start that a few... Like, I'm not sure if you remember. It was either last year or the year before. We had a really bad start to the season where everyone was getting injured. Mm. And, you know, we're sort of sitting there going, like, why? Why is everyone getting injured? What's going on? And then they turn around and go, well, let's reduce the amount of time these players can spend resting or recovering and, and uh, go from there. Oh, it's... I hate this rule. Like, you want to see the players 
sitting out every week with uh, soreness or uh, hamstring test yep. or whatever. Yeah, keep reducing the keep reducing the uh, interchanges. It, it's a farce. This, I hate this one. I don't like being that bloke that pots the AFL on changes of rules. Because as you guys know, I usually have a take different to what everyone else has because it's just purely what I believe. Yep, cobbly. Yep. Mm. <laughs> but Just for the sake of it, really, isn't it? Surely, yeah. But mm. on this one... You can't mm. tell me. Mm. So the only reason why mm. I think shut up. shut up. The only reason why I reckon they've changed it to seventy-five is because they're going to keep the same length of quarters heading into next year. Because all the teams, well, the majority of them, it was still at ninety this year. Most of them only recorded late seventies, early eighties, all right, with the reduced quarters. So that's probably the only reason why I'm thinking of moving. But my big thing is here, Dill. You can't tell. So we want to open up. You know what? Open up opening up the game. Um, what the best thing for that is being skillful. All right, is it easy to be skillful when you're fatigued or fresh? Yeah, I see what you mean. Fresh. Yep. So trying to keep fatigued players on the ground for longer means they're going to get fatigued quicker, and therefore they're going to stay out there for longer and re- result in less disposal efficiency. Yeah, it's going to well, be poor watching. See, the thing is with that, our main man, Jake Newwich, sure. thought that that might have been the end goal is to fatigue the players to open but you can't it up. But that, like, I disagree. Understand. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure. Now that you say that about the skills thing... Disagree. Like, if you've yeah. gone and run up and... Up, you know, if you're on the ground heading into the last quarter... So... You look at, say, the last quarter of any grand final, most of the time, or even the second half for that matter, most of the time the scoring's lower. Why? Fatigue. Thank you. Yeah, but I can say where Jake's coming from because normally when people are fatigued, it opens it up a little bit. No, the re- why it opens up? Because they can't get to all the contests. I reckon it's the other way. The reason why it opens up because more errors occur. Yeah. Because they're fatigued. Another, yeah. So I'm actually a believer it's in. It's just stupid though because like there's just so many injuries. But like why can't people it? are going to be missing their best players? Like what? hammies will get done. I'm a massive believer in this. Just scrap the cap, scrap it, and just have unlimited rotations. Are you trying to tell me? So for example, Paddy Cripps goes onto the ground, he spends four minutes and comes straight off. All right. Everyone, years ago when they made the first rule change, everyone was sitting there just going, you know, we want our best players on the ground at all times. Do you think that the head coach, David Teague, is trying to bring his best player off the ground and have him play less time on the ground? Yeah, ex- exactly. Wouldn't have thought so, mate. I'm pretty sure you want your best players on the ground for as the much as possible. The got brought in was because Malthouse was having like 140 interchanges. Yeah, and they were the best game. team in the competition. And, yeah. you know... Because everyone was fresh. Yeah, but I just don't understand why, why they want to make players more fatigue, which is going to result in poorer skills and worse decision-making, more injuries, you know, but... Soft uh, tissue is going to be through the roof. Oh, like it was this year. So, and if they want to do the footy frenzy, like they've um, announced the date, 18th of March is going to be round one. Um, Oh, is that... Yeah, they've announced that. Yep, 22 rounds, I'm pretty sure. Um, And they want to do the footy frenzy like they did, like the rolling fixture. So, yeah, you're going to reduce the cap on interchanges. I just don't understand the thinking. Yeah, and then that's... Like, I didn't know... So, like, I did hear during this whole COVID season that they were thinking of bringing in the footy frenzy yeah. next year. Just I think it's great. I think I think it's a great concept. Just Yeah, just because of how much it got, like, viewed and yeah. how it's on every night. But, like, teams were playing four games of a- a- AFL football, one of the hardest 360 sports in the world. Yep. 
four games in 20 days now yep. with less rotations? What? You're kidding yourself. Like, who, who sits... Who's in these meetings? Who comes up with this shit? Honestly. <laughs> but like he, so, deal. So, they're going to roll out the footy frenzy, which worked this year. Do you know why it worked this year? Because there was no other sport on TV, mate. Yeah, very mate. true. So, you're going to have... show where their head's at, though. They're yeah. Prioritising the TV deals over... 100%, because they've got to make the revenue back that they lost this year. Yeah, but so. they're also prioritising that over having people at the games. Yeah. Over yeah. Over ticket sales. We're going to have to, because you think about it with... If you sit down with, say, Channel 7 or even with Fox and you say, we're going to have a footy frenzy, it's going to be football on every single night, you're going to get X ratings, all this kind of stuff, that's going to be a lot of, you know, more appealing to try and make the money back quicker um, with the TV rights. But, look, I usually don't like cracking on about the rule changes, but there's one massive rule change that we haven't even spoken about, which is yep. going to cause a lot of angst, I think, at the start of the year. Yeah, so this one here, if I'm going to be completely honest... Uh, I don't know. The rule itself... Which rule exactly, Dylan? So this is this is the new rule. You cannot move... Minimal movement. East-West on the mark anymore. Yep. Minimal so, movement. So so if you're at the games, if you're at a game or you hear it on the TV and the umpire shouting East-West, it's because you've got to move side to side instead of obviously going over the mark and... Um, you know, fifty meters. Now yeah. you and you, and you can't and you can't replace the yeah, mark. So, oh, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. a big. That, I don't like that one. So that's what you, you pretty much have to stay still. Yeah. Um, the umpires are going to have an absolute mare with this one. The, I think how this one is adjudicated is going to be more harmful than the rule itself. So my concern is not the rule. My concern is the interpretation. Is that not what I literally just, what you said? No, no, no. Okay. I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing yeah, with yeah. you. So I think it will ball carrier. You know how, like, say, so for example, someone starts to run to their left hand side and kick on their right foot. Usually, with the mark coming closer, all right, because that person's moving east or west, whichever they're moving. You know, the ball carrier will be cramped and feel a bit of pressure. You won't necessarily have that anymore. But my concern will be, like, with any rule change that has a little bit of grey area. How hard are the umpires going to ride this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, literally, it, you move your toe off the grass, 50. Yeah, you're going to call it? Or if someone just goes, okay, no, it's minimal, you're allowed to take two steps. You know what I mean? So it does seem, in a way, when you really look at it, pretty straightforward. But again, minimal, just say no movement. Yeah, if yeah. You're, it'll come down to how the umpires adjudicate this. Yeah. So if you're an umpire... <laughs> literally if, what we said. If you're, yeah, but if you're an umpire <laughs> and if you're Razor Ray, yeah. you could change a game on its head. You don't like Razor, right? No, do he's a fuckhead. Don't you? Do you like Razor? I don't mind him. I Sometimes he just has to shut up. I love him. I love him. Like, mate, you're an umpire. The game's not about you. Yeah. Let the players play. My thing with. So the but thing is. It, sorry, yep. Hayden. I'm going to have to cut you off because <laughs> this is my time. Your time. Go, all please. Right, all right, skip Bayless. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but coming back to me as usual. You have to think. It's not a hard one for the boys. No. Just stand still, boys. Yeah. Stand still. Nothing's going to go wrong. Wait till the whistle's cold. I know it's hard in front of 100,000 people. Mm. I've never experienced that. <laughs> I don't think any of us will. No. Be fair. But just stand still, boys. Yep. Raze, just keep your dick in check, mate, and you'll be fine. I'm, I'm going to defend Razor here. Nah. Yeah, I am. No. I think you've already defended Razor on this podcast. Yeah, and I'll do it again. I'll it's do enough. it again. No. Because, it's enough. So the thing is, the thing is with Razor... Razor's got enough scooters. No. He genuinely calls... It as he sees it. If he sees someone tugging on a 
jersey. Good. He's he calls an umpire, it holding. So he should. Yeah, and he that's should. That's how they should all do it. No, but they don't. That's the thing. There's a lot of inconsistencies in interpretation with the rules. Yeah, Razor sees if he sees a high tackle or he sees a you know a throw, he will call it. And if he doesn't see it, he won't. Where a lot of umpires just go, oh, play on, play on. You're both grabbing. Well, he saw you know, I grabbed Dylan first. Therefore, it's Dylan's free kick. So I like how he umpires. I think he's good for the game. Um, but I think again, he's also good for the game. But shit, will make me laugh if but he's the first boat to call a 50 metre. He will, <laughs> he will, he will make be. me laugh. He will be because he will make it about him. Yeah. That's what he does. He's a, he's an umpire who also happens to be a star of the game. Which it shouldn't mind. happen. It shouldn't happen. I don't mind. David that. Roden should be the only umpire that's a star <laughs> of the game. God, I love Goal David up. Roden. Goal. Exactly. Six points. So, yeah. interesting. I, I just still agree to disagree there. But the big, the funny one, like how it's going to get implemented in the lower league levels yeah. as well. Like, can you imagine... Yeah. Amateur level down here. Not allowed to move on the middle yeah. of the mark. Spiral pie out of giving away 50s. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think... Big Ukes won't mind standing in the mark. Won't have to move off yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> the minimal movement one, the minimal movement, I, I don't mind. I, I hate the can't replace a player. And that, yeah. it's going to like... It, it might it might not be an overall huge impact, but it, it could change the outcome or the f- sort of flow of the game a little yeah. bit more than you think. Like if, if McGovern pushes up sure. and takes a... Um, tries to take a mark on the wing or something and he gives yeah. away a free kick, um, you know, Shuey can't can't fly past and say, hey, mate, you get back. So I'll just double-checking. Like, I don't think they will, but, for example, if... Here we go, me and you, deal. If I'm... Say, you're full forward, I'm full back, we're on the wing. Um, I've pushed you in the back, free kick to you. Yep. I'm standing on the wing, full back, my arms are in the air. Usually I'll get someone to replace me. That's right, yes. Am I so allowed you to... you can get back down. Not, you can't move. You have surely. to stay on the mark. Oh, that's you funny. can't replace players. Don't know about that. But surely, surely, like anyone can stand the mark. It's just once you're in the mark, it can't be replaced. Surely. I don't know. I think it's whoever gives away the free kick has to man it. Unless I'm wrong, but surely it's the guy who sets Kobe it. Kobe just tried to kiss me. Yeah. This is the sort Sexy of grey area shit that the AFL create. We're talking about it right now, themselves. aren't we? Absolutely. Another sort of example: Luke Shuey, mm. high free kick in the forward. Forward, like forward um, pocket Ducks. Usually usually, Yeah No against Yeah yeah yeah, yeah Usually yeah. JK would run and say Mate you run down Yeah yeah I'll, yeah, I'll take sure. this mark I'm not sure that can happen anymore. Well we'll find out won't we That's like, right But again if that, geez, if that gets bought up At the start of the year Mate we're going to be millionaires We should have put money on it Yep TAB Get 100%. that up oh, It's going to be amazing Yeah Yep so a uh, few Few uh Few grey areas this year, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah we'll see how we go. Uh, David Noble to North Melbourne, head coach. Yep, head coach. What are our thoughts? Love it, absolutely love it, mate. The AFL is a copycat league. Love or li- like it or love it. All right. Um, Fagan's been a success at Brisbane, and literally this is a identical hire to that. He could probably be accredited as the one that turned Brisbane around just as much as Fagan. Yep. The only question mark, and it's the same question mark that Fagan had going to Brisbane, hasn't coached his own team. Um, but I in saying honestly that, don't say that as an well, issue. Well, never do I. Because ne- you don't... A part of it is being a coach. Part of it's being a leader. Yeah, 100%. He's clearly a good leader, Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Trying to keep a straight face, you dickhead. You're a dumbass. Um, I think he'll be fine, mate. But his big big one is, a, obviously he hasn't coached his own team before but geez good luck trying to turn North Melbourne around mate that's a that's a that's a big job mate Brisbane yeah, that Bris- is, that's huge that Brisbane's huge. Brisbane's oh, I do feel sorry for all three of their fans <laughs> including Corey Corey yeah. White Walker but like Brisbane had a competitive advantage why players want to go to Brisbane 
get away from Melbourne, summer life, sunny all the time, you know, and they've just started to win games of footy. Brilliant. North Melbourne, you're up against all these other clubs, mate, all these other Melbourne yeah. clubs. What's your point of difference? You're you, get, not, you get a shin burn. Good for you. Yeah, like, mate, you're relying on your success in the 90s and you're financially nowhere near as stable as, you know, the other Melbourne clubs. Literally anyone. Yeah, literally. <laughs> um, what's your competitive advantage? You're going to have to build through the draft, which I've started to do, but don't think it's going to have the quick success that I think Fagan has over the three-year journey he's been there so far. I think it's going to be a bit longer than that. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. But if there's anyone that can build a culture, I think David Noble's probably your man. Yep. Happy with a deal? You reckon it's a good deal? Good pick-up for him? Yeah, if I'm going to be completely honest, I don't really know much about David Noble. Robert Harvey. Robert Harvey was apparently second. And third was... I have a feeling that Robert Harvey's going to be a bridesmaid, a bit like Peter Sumic has been. (laughs) Sumic! I I just think he's never going to get that role. I don't think he's going to get an air coach role. While we're talking on coaches, so a quick one, finish your deal. Did you like the pick-up? Happy with it? Yeah? Yes. Yes. So... I also, yes. (laughs) Sorry, you've you've said that already. But while I'm thinking of it, coaches in the hot seat. Any AFL coaches in the hot seat heading into this year that if they don't have a good year, they could be gone by, say, the bye. Well, you'd probably Nathan Buckley. Mm -hmm. You reckon reckon Bucks? Yep. And his wife. Oh, Jesus, still. So you reckon if Nathan Buckley doesn't have a good next year, he's gone? I... I reckon, I reckon he could. I reckon because of everything, and I, it's a bit of a cop out because I'm just going to relate everything back to the trade period. But everything that happened, yeah. if Collingwood shit, say shit, shit bed. bed, yeah, and halfway through the year they are sitting twelfth, and um, Jordan Goey, who signed his eight hundred thousand dollar extension, has kicked four goals again, yeah, and you know nothing's going right. You could see, you know, maybe a change. But I think the bigger one, I think Leon Cameron, yeah. if, if that if something doesn't happen there, he's done. He's yeah, done. He's in big strife. He arguably could shoulda coulda shoulda woulda have been done already. Um I can't see another one. Simon Goodwin, the other one for me. Oh yeah. If, if he <laughs> <laughs> mate, if they've had like if they've played twelve games mate, I'm sorry, if he gets to twelve games and they've had four wins, he's gone. He has to be. He's gone by then. They'll bring back Paul Ruse and go again. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think anyone else. St Kilda, Ratton's fine, of course. Uh, Clarkson? No, I think most. Clarko? I think most of the team. Clarko see, Clarko's fine. I'm going to say this though, Go and on. this is this is what's frust- This frustrates oh, me. Oh, this, this is going to piss me off. No, nah, well, you probably will. Adam Simpson. Clark- <laughs> Clarko, coach of the absolute millennium. Yeah, understand. Yep. And he's, you know, all of his understudies have gone yep. on and they've done well. Yeah. And I understand that, but like. He he, I think he's going to get a little bit too much leeway because of his past success. Shouldn't any coach? Uh, not really. I, I don't think so. Past success, like so. Here's my question. This is this is the future now. So like, this is my past success. Yeah, congrats. This but. is my favorite thing. All right. So, is Alastair Clarkson, as of today, a worse coach than he was two years ago? A coach. That's what I mean. You'd probably well, we say no. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, of course. But you'd probably course say no? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't think... like You only get better with experience. The only time when you become a worse coach is if you lose the desire to continue. I think you know? he will be... He's just got no one to play with, mate. He's I got no players. Like, I think he'll be like Kevin Sheedy. He'll be there for 25 years. Yeah, and like Sheedy was the same deal as well. Like He had started like shit and then went really well and then he had shit again. Doesn't mean you're not a good coach. Here's just one. Ma- got no cattle. Here's one. If the dogs don't at least make top five, top six, where's Rob Beveridge at? You mean Luke? Luke, that's the one. 
I Rob Beveridge is a Wildcats coach. I thought, <laughs> you call, I thought you were calling him Rob as a joke, yeah. but Sorry, no, you just fucking Look, yeah, I did. Um, I would love to see how he works this lineup, mate. Because like they have been, I'm sorry, since 2016, they've been underwhelming. Mm. They make the finals in 2017, the year after, and for the talent they have in their list, although the one excuse I will give them, arguably one of the being one of the most youngest teams each week, you're going to get that with inexperience. But, pff, mate, you got to do something. I miss, I miss footy. I want it back. I think I I'm already footy. in footy mode already, mate, to be yeah, fair. I do so, miss footy. Yeah. Um, there's one more <laughs> Stuff Woody There's one more um, Nick's is fine There's one more coach On the hot seat Melbourne club Essendon Nah Nah Not Goodwin oh, Sorry Goodwin obviously Give me some other Melbourne clubs Who else are there Carlton Carlton Bulldog. Yeah Carlton's the other I one I think Dimmer's done Fuck off <laughs> um, What do you think about Teague um, Bring in Zach Williams Bring in Saad But if you start for You know Nah They've had like They've had more coaches than I can count. Oh in no, the last mate! 10 just years. stick with him, mate. I think they will stick with him. They better, but he he will be the Simon He's Goodwin. He's the first one that showed signs. Yeah, he will be the Simon Goodwin of next year. Yeah, he he'll yeah. be. Yeah, so like, let's just say they have a sort of poor year next year. Sure. The following year will be like, all right, yeah, you gotta, yeah, yeah. You gotta show something. Yep, yep, absolutely. But there you go. All right, great footy chat that was. NBA, the draft <laughs> happened Jesus. yesterday morning. Hoops. Um, I'm pretty look, keen for hoops here. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm keen for hoops, but the draft pretty. Pretty boring, really. Yeah, was, it was nowhere near the NFL draft. No, nah, so just just a few, you know. Anthony Edwards went one. We we pretty much call. No, I don't think we did call the top three, but Anthony Edwards won. I think we called it. We knew it was going to be those three. It was a box trifecta. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yep. yep. Good um, analogy there. Do yeah, like thanks. That. Very nice. Um, James Wiseman went to Golden State. My boy, my pick. Yep. I did say quite a lot that I thought they were going to trade it, so I was wrong there. But you know, Cobb with his twilight payment, I'm going to claim this. <laughs> About 15 podcasts ago, I said that they should take um, James Wiseman, yep. and then Lamelo ended up in Charlotte, yeah. North Carolina. That sucks. That sucks for him. <laughs> that sucks. I've got a take on him. I've got a take on him. Go yes, on. Yes, I remember this. Um, so, LaMelo, yes. I don't think he's going to be the best brother. Oh, I've, I've said this um, before. Say, I've said this before. Just let me finish. But yes, I'll let I you have this take. the eldest of them. Um, Jello. Bo- uh, bol Bol. <laughs> what? You're fucking... What are you <laughs> Bol Bol. <laughs> are they not related? What are you talking about? <laughs> Are they related or not? You're lying. <laughs> Fuck off. Do you mean bowl bowl? Bowl bowl. Bowl bowl. <laughs> no, you're lying. He's twice Lamello. Oh, shut up, Dylan. He's obviously kidding. The bowl bowl's like... Tall. Tall and... So he's not... Mm. Shut up. I will write that down in my notes. What about Luke Bowl? Is he related? Oh. Former St. Kilda, <laughs> Collingwood. You're an idiot. You're twat, also not related. Man. I will jot that down in my notes. I apologise. <laughs> um, but yeah, staying on the bowl, brother. Um, I, I was listening to a few podcasts and they were saying sort of like, this is what Charlotte needs. Charlotte haven't had something in a while, blah, blah, blah. I disagree. Mate, they had Kemba. Yep. Kemba tried his darndest to try to get this franchise back up. <laughs> his darndest. And they did had, gave him no help. He, did he did he push him to a couple of eight seeds or was it like couple nine, eight seeds? Couple or, eight seeds. Sorry, I don't think he had made the playoffs, had he? Or yeah. maybe he did. Ninth eight seed, averaging twenty five plus points a game. I just see repeat. Lamelo is yeah. going to try and he's going to leave in free agency like Kemba. I, them having Rozier and Graham does nothing because no. they're you know just give the ball to Lamelo. But it's my favorite thing yeah. about like Charlotte these underwhelming teams. So Graham, fantastic success story. 
Yep. Really, really well done, mate. Congratulations. You know why you, you know, come from nowhere to where you are, mate? Because you're playing on a shit team that actually gives you the ball and the license to actually play your best basketball. Yep. You don't have to fill a role. There's no structure around there at all. Lamelo, think about it. He's going to get the best defender, best perimeter defender on him from day one. He's going to have no help, no support. He will be a bust. Oh, jeez. He will about, be a bust. Should we talk about how Obi Toppin slipped to the Knicks? God. No. Obi Toppin, eh? Hmm. No. Obi Toppin, what do we thought? No. What are our thoughts? Um, He'll be all right. I don't know enough about him, to be honest. So, I, all I know is that he's an offensive stud, but apparently he's deep. Apparently, rumours have it that if we were one-on-one in the gym... I may score a couple of baskets on him. Apparently, his defense is atrocious. Yep. Oh, well, he's in New York. It's all show. Yeah, that's right. Defense is actually like I'm no basketball guru. All right, but defense is a mindset. Well, it's fifty percent of the game. So yeah, no, it's a mindset. It's like you you can unless if you're round as a house and physically like say for example a center guarding a point guard. Of course, it's going to be pretty difficult to guard. But in general, against your own body size and weight, um, the Mavs getting Josh Green. Aussie, 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 let's go. Um, yeah, quite happy. Um, <laughs> so we picked him up yeah, at yeah. 18. Uh, the very next pick, Sadiq Bay. Yeah. I'd done quite a bit of looking into him. Um, he was, the Mavs fans in general were really high on him because yeah. um, he could shoot the lights out sure. and play a bit of defense. Yeah. But Josh Green, apps, like probably a top five defender in the in the yeah. draft, maybe yeah. like that five to seven range. Yeah. Um, he'll, he'll slot in very nice. He can shoot the three. Yep. Went at about 36, 37% in college. Sure. Got a bit of work um, to do. Got a bit of work to do, but his defense, he's ready-made defender. Yeah. Um, and then Spewer, yep. though, we had pick 31 and we wanted uh, Desmond Bain and he went at 30. So I was absolutely livid about that. Yep. Now I'm with you. I'm with you. Yep. Um, oh, but trades. Yeah. Because, because at the end of the day, nothing really. Oh, Denny of Deja slipped to nine. Our thoughts on Denny of Deja slipping to nine? I like, this is the thing. I, I feel bad for these international players that come in. Like, So this is the bloke that won the Israeli yeah, like, MVP? He's definitely not going to be a Luca. All right, let's just understand that right now. But he could be, you know, he could be anything, if you know what I mean. So hmm. who actually picked him up again? I forgot. I forgot uh, the, the Wizards, the Wizards. Oh, jeez. Well, no. We've also got Rui. Yeah, I actually I, I don't mind that. Like I don't, John Wall, Bradley Beal, no, Denny, no. PJ, Thomas Bryan. I don't mind it. No, like deal. I don't like these kids. All right, these kids that we have massive question marks about. All right, or we don't really know what they're going to be. Going to poor franchises and people expecting them to be guns. You have to be the coach, like Trey Young going to Atlanta. That's a stable, success, somewhat successful franchise. I wouldn't say successful, but they're a stable franchise. You go to Charlotte, who's the second best player in their history behind Kemba? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. All right, so how's Lamelo going to succeed there? You know, good luck to him. Wizards, well, I'm talking back in the 80s, there was a couple of decent players. Yep. But, you know, John Wall's been shit house. I don't trust. Alonzo Mourning. Oh. Yeah, but I remember him from Miami, to be fair. Bitch. So. Yeah, I... I honestly think if John Wall and Bradley Beal are still there by um, round and Russell Westbrook apparently by um, game one of the season, yeah. I think they, I think Denny will go okay. Sure. Don't expect, don't expect twenty points per game, Luca numbers. Yeah. Go like 11, 12 points. Yep. Thirty three from three and a couple rebounds. So, Dill, you're happy with your Mavs selections? 
Yeah, I, I am quite happy. And Are you happy with the trade, your man Seth Curry, out the door? Yeah, so I'm going <clears> to... <throat> Maverick's hat on here. Yep. I hate the media. Why? Seth Curry... Don't, don't tell the people what they want to hear, Dylan. Tell them what Dylan wants to say. Seth Curry <laughs> is one of the, if not the, best three-point shooter in the league. Shoots 45%. Hates shooting from three-point. If Hates you it. do not know much about basketball, shooting 45% from three is like kicking four, uh, 60 goals 11. It is yep. incredible. Nobody yep. shoots that. Yep. But when he's on the Dallas Mavericks, who knows that? No one. Because no, no one wants to talk about it. Yep. No one wants to talk <laughs> about little Seth Curry hitting... 45% of his threes the next worst to Luca. The worst brother. Because I am sorry to tell you, Dil. Um, unless <laughs> Dallas are very good, they are yep. just one of those irrelevant teams. Yeah, and I'm going there. He gets traded to Philadelphia. Yep. And so one of the relevant teams. One of the relevant teams. Yep. And all of a sudden, Seth is now Steph. Yeah. Everything's about how good Philadelphia have gotten. Yep. Nothing about what Mav's got. And it's pissed me off. <clears throat> it has pissed me off. Yep. What was Seth's contract situation? Uh, eight mil a year. And what was Josh Richardson? Uh, not much more. Ten, nine, ten. ten. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the trade was Seth Curry for Josh Richardson and pick 36, which ended up being Tyler Bay, who was another great um, defender yep. in the draft. Um, very happy with it. We had the number one offense in history. Yep. yep. Yeah, you did. Number one rated offense in history. So could not, could scoring not, is not could, a problem. Could not defend a fucking toad. Exactly. Josh Richardson, great defender, 6'5", can um, guard the guards and a few of the wings. Happy with it. Sad to see Seth go, but the defense was needed. And it was clearly what the Mavs went out to do in the draft. Because like I said, I think Tyler Bay, great defender. Yeah. Josh Green, excellent defender. And yeah, I was really happy with what think, transpired. Think, yeah, I think it's a win for you guys. Yep. Absolutely. So, needed some defense. But I think like, my, this is a broader question on the Dallas Mavericks. Would you classify them as a big market? See, I feel like we should be. Yeah, that's what I mean. Mark, I mean. Like, Mark Cuban is one of the most in, like, not many owners are as involved with in the their friend. Maybe like a, a Bulma oh, from... Yeah, as well known, maybe like a Steve Bolmer from the Clippers yep, yep. who sits courtside every night. Yep. Mark Cuban literally daps up Luka Doncic when he hits a three. That's sure. how, like, some, some owners... The Brooklyn Nets owner is currently living in China, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. And just for some reason, over the years, maybe it was because of Dirk and people didn't really cling to Dirk as much as we thought they might have, but yep. over the years, their market sort of stayed a little bit low. But the thing, the thing with the Mavs, I think... And this is why I reckon Cuban's a mastermind owner. Of course... I'm sure he probably has, you know, his feet in the basketball decisions, like who gets bought in. But their international market is, I would say, pretty big with their history. They know yeah. what they are. They're not going to compete against the other American teams for American players. They're going to be like your Spurs, like your Houston of old. If you You've also got to consider Dallas will always be an NFL town. Yes, 100%. Always be an NFL town. Um, but, like, you look, Luca, Dirk. Josh Green just said, and Chris Stapps, how many blokes are... The Mavericks have clearly got... Oh, sorry, Dallas have clearly got something for eccentric owners because Jerry Jones is... He does start me on Jerry Jones. All over the place he's, as well. He's a dickhead. No, he's yeah. ruined that place. Yeah. Single-handedly. Haven't made the playoffs in 20 years. Well, he also built, sorry, he also built won, the place. So. Haven't made the NFC Championship game in 20 years. He also, being that big of a brand, it's a crime. He also built the place. 
No, he didn't. He did. No, he didn't. He Tom did. Landry did before he did. Don't question me oh, on NFL yeah. trivia here. He literally built the stadium. Yeah. Doesn't mean you built the Cowboys. They no, were the Cowboys before get, Jerry Jones got there, mate. We're talking about the team. Yes, we are. We're talking about the franchises. Yeah, no, he did that. Yeah, yeah thank yeah. you. <laughs> but he didn't build the... Kobe, the seven, Cobb, zero. Oh, shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, very happy with how that turned out. Can I have just a little OKC knowledge? Thanks, Dylan. I think we've, uh, we're have we going to be the best team in 2035 uh, <laughs> with the amount of fucking trade picks we have. But the thing is... The, <laughs> The thing I don't really like... 2025? No, nah, 2035, mate. Yeah. The thing is, those picks, they're not that valuable. No, I know, I know. You're trading, like, for Golden State's first-round pick yeah. in three years. That's yeah. going to be picked... Yeah, but well, we're hoping that Clay continues to stuff his legs up. Oh, Paul, rest in peace, yeah. Clay. And we hope that Curry's going to be oh, no good. I'll put this to you. End up being a one pick. <laughs> 11 first-round picks over the first two years. Sure. You trade, bloody 20, 28, 30 yeah. for... Ten. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and then you got a good player. They're in a power. They're in like. They're in a very strong. Spot. Very, very strong spot. It's just um, I we're going to be really bad next year. Yeah. So like really bad. I think it was a really good move getting rid of Chris Paul. Hmm. You give the um, case of the car. Shay. I keep stuff. George Alexander. Name. Give the case of the car to him. See what he's sort of made of, and just go pretty young. Stephen Adams probably going to be the man there for a little while. Um. Gallinari, but pff, we're going to be trash yeah. next year. And look, there, there was quite a few trades that happened. Yeah. Not a lot of big ones. Yeah. Still just a lot of rumours. So I think... With Kelly, not, Kelly Oubre's gone to the Warriors. Yeah, with, Kelly Oubre's now to the Warriors. Jeez, like, I, I've never seen a, a, a like pre-season where Danny Green went from the Lakers to OKC to Philly. Yeah. Oubre's went from the Suns to OKC... To Philly. Like, Sorry, team, to teams are going to be back. on... Dennis Schroeder has gone from OKC to yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, Lakers. But that's the thing. There are a few, there are a few big rumours out there, like the yeah. hard ones, the John Wall, Westbrook. Yeah. But nothing's confirmed yet, so I think we might just sweep that to the yeah. side and right. save that for when it actually happens. Right now, for me, Lakers are the favourite again next year. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. Have to be. Yeah. Have to be. Kobe, thoughts on that one? I'm sitting here shaking my head for a reason. Do <laughs> Very good. Yes. Very good. Yep. Okay. Bit of cricket. Hey, we get some cricket bit finally. Of, bit of cricket. Bit of cricket. Um, bit of bibble. <laughs> there is a BBL. few. Yeah, big bash cricket. Um, some say hit and giggle. I like it. I accept. Yep. You know what I don't like? What don't you like, Dil? Rule changes. What? Okay, let's have. I want to hear this from you, Dil. I don't Come like on. rule changes. Do you? Do you like these rule changes? Explain to me why you I don't didn't like. I know them. you could change the rules. In <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? The Big Bash has done. They've come out and made three changes. I don't mind two of them. Sorry, like one, don't mind a second because I understand why they're doing it. Sure. But I hate the third one with a passion. Okay. So, the rule changes. Power Surge. This is the one that I like. Hate the names, by the way. Yeah, same. Power Surge. In uh, T20 cricket, the power play is a thing where only two fielders can be outside the ring. Yep. Out of the um, other Eight. Yep. Because the keeper... Oh, no. Other seven, because yes. the keeper bowler. Only two fielders can be outside the ring in the first six overs of a T20 game. It is now the first four overs, and then the batting team chooses when they want their other two. I don't mind it. Yeah, I love it. Because I'm pretty sure, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's almost how it used to be anyway. Or they used to have six, and then you've got to pick another two anyway. No. Nah, never pick another two another time. It's always- One day cricket? 
One day cricket, possibly. I think it was. It was. Geez. It did happen. I, think, I know this. It yeah, did happen. I think it was like fortieth over. Y- yes. So what that what the rule used to be thirty five <laughs> to forty. If you could take it. Yeah. 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 Used to be able to, and I think they changed it recently. You're allowed to have five out, where it used to be you're only allowed to have four out. Yep. So it's a little bit more bowler friendly. That new rule change. Yep. But this one, I reckon, it's going to be fantastic for the BBL. Yeah, I don't mind yeah. it. Next one after that. This is one <laughs> that I'm like, oh, I understand. The bash boost. Sure. So if you win a game, yep. So if you win a match, it's four points, sort of like in the AFL. Um, you can also now get a extra point boost. Bash boost. Bash boost for <laughs> um, being at the required run. So a team bats first. Yep. So let's just say the scorch go out and make one eighty. Yep. And let's just say at the halfway mark, they're required. Um, so and they're playing the Brisbane Heat. And let's just say the pass mark for the Brisbane Heat halfway through is 100. If they are not at 100, the fielding team gets an extra point. If they are past 100, they get the extra point. So it's a bit of, it's pretty much a bit You're of ins- a bit of an incentive for the batting team to go hard and for the bowling team to really try to to yep. win the game early. Sure. Thoughts on that one? I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, I like. Thing is with cricket, it's a, and I'm sure you'll get into the next one. Actually, go to the next one. Go to the next one. Oh, sorry, sorry, and sorry, I did make a little mistake. Three points. So the four points is total. Yeah. If you win the match, you get the three. Yep. And then either team can get the extra one. Yep. That's how it works. Yep. This last one is actually sickens me to my core. Sure. This makes me want to turn off <laughs> the TV. Mm-hmm. The X factor. Yeah. So you select your eleven halfway through the first innings. Okay. Both teams can drastically change strategy and sub in their X-Factor. Yep. The X-Factor is either the 12th or 13th man and can replace any player who has yet to have a major impact on the match, hasn't batted or bowled multiple overs. And it's only the first innings. I hate that. Why? Talk about hit and giggle. You, in the 100 billion years of cricket, have you ever been able to sub in a 13th or 12th man uninjured to just take part in the game? No, you pick your 11 and you go from there. No. What is this? Disagree. Yeah, but the, the BBL has never been traditional cricket, has it? So, so, can I, can I have my T20 couple... Cricket. I want my couple of minutes here. Go on. I like this X Factor. Ah! I'm starting, I'm starting... Alright, so we're dead on 54. <laughs> You've got till 56. Easy. So... The reason why the X Factor. So, notoriously, cricket is a boring sport to the normal person. Yeah? Yes. Yep, normal person. All right? Batting team makes X score. It's the job of the opposing team to make that score. All right? It's pretty generic. 11 players on both sides. One thing I love about baseball is baseball, they make it interesting. All right? So, each team, they've got specific players. So, for those that don't know, when a pitcher goes in... And he starts, he'll pitch for the first six they've innings. Got a, they've got a bullpen. They've got a bullpen. So the they've players got, you can choose. Yeah, players that you can choose to come in during certain situations in the game. Which I think makes baseball, which is a boring sport, interesting. I think having this 12th or 13th player puts it in the similar mould for cricket. So you could have, for example, I have no idea, this is going to be the great thing because I don't think anyone knows what teams would do tactically, but it makes it interesting, makes more of a talking point which team what teams are going to do this what are they going to do it you know baseball teams would have a designated hitter all right they bring in a big fellow comes in a slug home runs same thing for when they bring in their pitcher which is a closer to close out games i i think it makes it more relevant i think it makes it a lot more talk talk like people talk about it more 
And I think you'll see a new lease on life for guys that are a bit more crafty. You know what I mean? You'll see like a designated hitter hypothetically come in um, to the BBL and yeah. T20 cricket. I think it's a great move. Yeah. I th- the only... the Have I'll, I convinced you, Dylan? No. Because I'll go, I'll go back at your baseball <laughs> thing as well. I'll go back at your baseball thing. <clears throat> cricket, you already have... Once you're on that field with the 11 players, other than the keeper, you do still... You have 10 players already that you can rotate through different roles and sure. sort of like stages in the game. Whereas with baseball, you actually need multiple pitchers. Not many pitchers, unless they're going for a um, a yep. no hit. Yep. Whoa. Sorry. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Yep. Um, and I'll Had try, a pause. Had a pause. I'll, I'll try to yep. go back and fix that anyway. Um, and I don't know what I said before, <laughs> but yeah, I think in baseball... Um, you need multiple pitches anyway. Yep. And so I think that's where like the, the comparison's a little bit skewered yep. because you actually need to have multiple pitches. But, but it makes makes but, the game interesting. Yeah, it but, makes al- it- but also, who's one thing as well, who's going to come in to make your game more interesting that isn't already in the 11 sort of thing? Like, what, like, like, literally like the last man on the roster coming in. So you would see, you would see, and baseball sort of disproved it a bit. <clears throat> for example, um, they'll break down analytics for cricket in the BBL, how batsmen perform against left and right handers. All right. You could have a batsman in there, hypothetically Owen Morgan. All right, here we go. Perfect example. Kevin Peterson could not face left arm orthodox. Yep. Couldn't do it. All right. Peterson might come straight to the wicket and then bring in straight away a left-arm orthodox who's not originally in year 11 and is the 12th or 13th man, purely for that one plan. Yep. So I think you'll see it a lot more tactically, especially... I think it makes it interesting. I think it's good for the BBL. If you bring it into one-day cricket or test cricket, I'll go skits. Yeah, okay. All right? But I think in the BBL, which should be franchise only, no international cricket, T20s for me, all right? Franchise it, keep it team by team. Okay. I think it makes it interesting yep. for what is, honestly, a boring sport to the general public. Okay. Fair enough. Yep. Uh, yep. Cool. Um, and we're just going to do a couple of, we're just going to do a couple of quick um, BBL. Yeah, we're just going to do a couple of quick BBL rosters here. Yep. The Adelaide Strikers. So imports. Uh, we're going to just go through them real quick. Yep. Yep. Bit of quick fire here. Sure. And we're going to rank. Uh, Might as well just go overseas players. Imports. Oh, sorry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mate. Um, out of ten, yep. what our rating is for them. So uh, you can have three play, and you can have five in your squad. In your squad. Yep. So currently, Adelaide Strikers have Rashid Khan, yep. Phil Salt, and Danny Briggs. Out of ten, out of ten, can I go? Can I actually give them a educational grade? Ed- C B A. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll go. Yep. Okay, yeah, we'll go. We'll do educational. Yeah, yep. bit different. Yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna teacher, go. I'm so. gonna go a B plus. Yep. Rashid Khan's, Khan's Rashid Khan, the best yep. spinner in the world. Yep. All right. Um, don't know much about Danny Briggs. Um, Phil Salt can hit bombs. Yeah, can do. Yep. yep. Handy opener. Yep. yep. So B plus. Yeah, B plus. Yep. Brisbane Heat. Tom Banton, Majib Al-Rahim, Lewis Gregory, and Dan Lawrence. I'm going to go... I'm going to go B. Uh, I was going to go C+. Plus. I'm going to go B because Tom Banton can bat yep. and he's a gun. But the th- reason why... Well, I'm actually going to go B-. minus. Banton can play. Rahman's a good, decent little player. Gregory and Lawrence, handy players. Yep. But are they the names of a McCullum and that's the right. Villiers? No. And that's the thing. Not every club can have four of those players. No. So you... That's probably how we thought about Tom Banton last year. Yep. And then he exploded. So you never know, but from what we know... But the thing is, as well, the heat are lucky. Mornay Morkel was technically an Australian citizen. Unreal. So Unbelievable. As someone who has no idea, can you explain that to me? What? About Mornay Morkel? Yeah, because he's South African, isn't he? Yes. But he's a, he's a resident here. 
So he's lived so in Australia a, yep. for the last three years, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And that technically qualifies you to be an Australian citizen if you no, live no, here. No, per... he's, not a, he's not a citizen. Isn't he? He's just a resident. Right. And, I'm, and in cricket I'm, rules, residency, like yep. being a resident, obviously, like you're not I mean, a citizen until you did. Because so perfect one is so like he couldn't he couldn't play for Australia. Yes, Bryce Cotton's a good one. Yep, okay. he yep. couldn't like Mornay couldn't play, play for Australia, Australia but no. he classifies as a local. Yes. for Brisbane Heat. Yes, uh, Hobart Hurricanes, Darwin Milan, yep. who is currently number one yep. ranked. This is why I love T Twenty cricket and the, yep. this comp. Just the influx of international talent. Darwin Milan is currently number one ranked T20 yep. uh, batsman. Yep. Camo uh, Paul from West Indies. Don't know much about him. Yep. Will Jacks and Colin Ingram, who can hit a bomb. Uh, well, I'm just going to have a look. You've got Darcy Short in there as well. I'm going overall squad here. I'm just changed my opinion. Oh, come on. Quickly. We're doing internationals. A minus. Will Jacks can bloody bat. Did you say he made 100 in a 10 10 game? Yep. Um, Colin Ingram. Played really good cricket for the strikers. And then Darwin Milan, obviously really good. Kimo Paul, not too sure exactly what he does. To combo with Darcy Short and Matty Wade in there. And Ben McDermott. Yep. Good squad. Uh, yeah, I'm happy with, yeah, I'm happy with that overseas contingent yep. as well. I'm still just going to do my overseas rank. You can do the whole squad. Yeah, yep. yeah you're but a bitch. A minus for um, overseas. <laughs> cool. yep. Melbourne Renegades. Inram Tahir, Muhammad Nabi, number one ranked all-rounder in T20 cricket. I love this. Riley Rousseau and Noor Ahmad, who I don't know much about. I'm going to give that a B minus. Well, it's an interesting one. Why B minus? Um, because I think Inram... We ha- we haven't seen much of Inram Tahir in... Obviously in the BBL. In, uh, in Australia. Yep. Um, Riley Rousseau, I know he can hit a bomb. Nabi yep. Handy. And like I said, not much about Noor Ahmad. So sure. B minus. I really don't like their squad. I really don't like this yeah. like, You've got Finch Yeah you've got Sean Marsh Like they've got a couple of Handy little players But they're going to have to rely On a yeah. few to stand up That's right Tahir yeah, and sure. Nabi They could be the difference really With the ball Yeah um, So you know That might be handy But the thing about the BBL And the great thing about it Honestly anyone can win Because yeah, you could have two players That have seriously Outrageously good seasons And you're in the final Yep uh, Melbourne Stars I only have three currently signed but Three of the best out- That's Johnny Bairstow, Nicholas Puran, who, if you follow the IPL, had a rip. Yep, had a ripper. Um, Your IPL mate Odell, in, Kobe, and Zahir Khan. <laughs> Zahir um, Khan. For me, I gave Hobart a A minus, who I thought had a good, a pretty good list. So this is now an A, an A for me. Yep. Um. The over, yeah overseas are probably an A, but the thing is, if you're internationals, the way I see them, they need to improve your squad. And that's what they do. Because their squad, to my, in my eyes, is pretty weak. Um, but Cartwright's not going to do much. Maxwell's the linchpin and so Stoinis. Stoinis had an unbelievable year last year. So you're going to ask Stoinis to have another really good year, which I'm not too sure if he can. So it'll be interesting to see how the stars go this year. Yep. Um, call me biased. <laughs> Scotches! I think I'm giving the Scotches an A+. Plus unbelievable, Because mate. we filled... We filled the void that we needed. It was batting. Yep. You've got Berendorf, Ty, Jai Richardson for the bowling, Joel yep. Paris as well. Yep. Not to mention Gannon and Cam Green, but he's in the squad. So did you say Mitch Marsh in there as well? Yeah, Mitch Marsh can bowl. So what did we do? We've just absolutely brought in the firepower with the bat. Yep. Liam Livingston, Jason Roy, Colin Munro, who oh, bombs. Yep. Um, and who has multiple T20 centuries as yep. well. Yep. And Joe Clark, don't know much about him, but apparently he hits bombs. Yeah, he can play. Yep. He can play. But the thing is I like about the score, this is off-brand for the Scorchers. We've had Michael Carberry come over, Ian yep. Bell. Um, we have had not, in my eyes, 
till, till probably Livingston last year, a decent overseas player since Herschel Gibbs. Yep. Like, in my eyes, yep. that's actually been really good with the stick. And we've so, even um, gone for the, we're going to use homegrown talent. Yeah. There are some years where we've only gone in with one international, and I'm sitting yeah. there saying, what are you doing? Yeah. Alfonso Thomas, bring him back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sydney Sixers, once again, only have three, but some uh, absolute yeah, firepower here. Tom Curran, James Vince, Carlos Brathwaite. Uh, a yeah. minus for me. I think that's on par yeah, with I, Hobart. Yeah, I think it's right up there. Tom Curran and um, Brathwaite, they're two of the best T20 players going around. And James Vince, proven player in T20s as well. So yep. good get for the Sixers. So 100%. They, they, should go, they should go pretty close to going yep. back-to-back again. Uh, and Sydney Thunder, to round it out, Alex Hales, Adam Milne, who... Bowls absolute gas. He can bowl fast. And <laughs> Sam Billings, love that. Love those internationals. I'm giving the internationals the squad. I'm not too high, uh, on. high on, but the internationals is definitely an A for me. Yep. Well, interesting that you went the A. It's an interesting little group they've got there. But look, the Thunder could be there thereabouts. Like I, I don't see how they're going to be. Kobe's <laughs> just shaking his head. He's looking at the thing and he's just going, "I have no idea who they are." Yeah. I don't know where they've heard of Alex Hale, so that's a start. The fact that Alex Ross is one of your best middle-order bats has me concerned. So yep, I don't know so, where their batting's yep. coming from. So Usman's going to have to have a serious year for them to go yep, well. for sure. And if you are doing Supercoach Fantasy, uh, he is very cheap. Yep. Get him in. And this is a crime, just quietly. How is Wes Agar not got a contract with the BBL? He was one yeah. of the best bowlers for the Strikers last year and hasn't yep. picked up a contract. So there's a couple of spots still Alex available. Carey. Alex Kitt, well, he's probably playing international cricket, I could uh, argue. Uh, well. He'll probably get signed. I get him the Stars, mate. They need a bit few more bowlers Steve in there, Smith. mate. Yeah, he's, no, he said he's not going to play, Kobe, so... No, well, why put him in there? Just big name, mate. Anyway, this, beautiful. This, yeah, this is from two days ago as well. Yeah. All right, Kobe, do you have a quiz? I do. We better go quick fire because... So he does have a yep. quiz. This is going to be interesting. Might need to share the mic here, Dill. Been hogging it for the last 20 minutes, mate. Yeah, so, I know. <laughs> so this one's going to be a who am I. Ooh. So I'm going to read I'm going to read some things out, and after each thing that I say, you'll have a chance to answer So is it, it. just Dill and I here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. That's yeah. a double header. All Let's right. go. No shit, he's reading the questions Is it just Dylan I? I know who it is already, I made the fucking thing Come on, here we go Alright, so the first one is Born in South Australia Sorry, is this a Is this it? Pick, a, you, pick are, a person Are you going to tell us what the sport is or? No, you, you'll get it eventually But what do you mean? I'm so lost right now So, so after each thing You'll get a better idea of who it is And no one has buzzed in yet And so whoever, whoever buzzes in first and gives me the right person Wins And it's someone that we mentioned on the pod no. Oh. No. So someone that's born in South Australia? Yep. Don Badman? No, dickhead. I don't understand. Oh, there's more. Don't buzz in yet, because now you don't get a chance. There's Just more. Oh, there's well, more. you didn't tell You're me that. You're a bit too broad to start, though. Oh Come on, let's get it. Born in South Australia. I didn't Fuck really it. think that was... Well, that's the point. He's not it even starts born broad and it comes back in. I don't even think he's born in South Australia. Anyway. All right. Played junior footy at Woodville. Torrens in South Australia. No. Sure. Nope, no one's got any idea. Taken with pick number four. In a draft. Yep. Yep. All right. No one. No one knows yet. Yep. Kick seven hundred goals. Dylan. Matthew Richardson. No. Kick on. No. But he can't no, buzz back in. Now. Am I now? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Fuck it. Oh, fucking what? There's only two of you. So Dylan gets it wrong. Which? Who's who's left? I should be entitled to one. Bloody Casper. Casper's <laughs> going to come in. <laughs> Go anyway. On. Played three hundred and fifty games. And kicked seven hundred goals. Mm-hmm. Dylan. Hmm. Lee Matthews? No. Kick on. Next one. Six-time best and fairest. Dylan. Michael Tuck? No. Oh, shit. Who's played a lot of games? This is ridiculous. Oh. On to oh. the next one? On yeah, to the next one? go. Six-time All-Australian. Dylan. Pav. Yes. Ah, <laughs> fuck yeah. The next one, the last one, the last four were now a presenter on Channel 9, played yeah. for Fremantle, War 29. 
That's I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed enough for not getting that. No, I, I, was, yeah. I, was, I was guessing just some mud. Like. Yeah, no, I'm sitting there just going, who's kicked that many goals coming from South Australia? I was like, Wayne Carey wasn't born in fucking South Australia. Yeah, no. <laughs> if you had given that to me, I probably would have got it after two. Yeah, fair, fair. And is that it for the day? That's that. Oh, that's it. Oh, what? Have a lick, Now, what happened? You get drunk on, uh, you know, emotion. Yeah. All right, you get drunk on emotion. All right. Well, I saw we'd already gone for an hour, so I was like... Yeah, that's fair enough. It happens when you have a big win last week, mate. You just yeah. don't rock up the next week. That's right. It happens. Thanks, boys. Rip a pod. Yep. And uh, we'll be back bigger and better than ever next week. See you later. See ya.